Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. Now, a lot of practice management systems I'm familiar with have a tasking feature. And I'm trying to be diplomatic about this, but a lot of them aren't really all that good. They struggle to be effective. You know, sometimes it's so easy to task stuff that, you know, people log in and they got, you know, 483 tasks and they just, you know, it's just too much to deal with and they kind of get bombarded with it. It kind of goes by the wayside. As we try to become more efficient and effective and do more with less and deal with the, you know, the great resignation and all the employee shortages and whatever, you know, looking for tools to make employees more efficient, effective is, you know, a great place to start. But sometimes tasks is hard because the practice management systems aren't just designed very well to manage them. So I want to show you something I did last week for uh, a group in the Midwest. And what we tried to do is we tried to say we want to get our arms around tasks and task volumes and where do we allocate our scarce resource of employee time right in the in the uh, central business office and how do we figure out what tasks are appropriate, what tasks are getting worked on, what's the workload look like, some of those kind of things. So we grabbed a whole bunch of tasks data. The This practice happens to use uh, Greenway's energy product. And so if you're familiar with energy and you take the data from practice analytics, so that's what we did. And what we did is we grabbed all the task data and then did a bunch of math around it to try to get our arms around tasks. And I want to show you in the example that's with this podcast, one of the things we did. And what we tried to do is we tried to think of tasks a bit like a bathtub and say, we want to see how many tasks are coming into the tub with the faucet, right? Versus how many are coming out of the tub with the drain and is our tub going to overflow or is it, you know, flowing through smoothly or are we actually, you know, putting 10 tasks in and 12 tasks out and eventually we're going to run out of tasks and we need to allocate, you know, either more tasks or fewer staff or we're trying to get our arms around workload. And so we did this bathtub thing with tasks. And so what we did is we said, all right, we, we divvied the tasks up into categories or buckets of what kind of tasks these are. And so we started with coding tasks and all right, everything that relates to the coding experience we're going to put in this bucket and we're going to look at it. So you might put, depending on how your practice is organized, you might have a separate bucket for the whole pre-authorization process, or you might have another tasking related bucket in terms of surgery scheduling or some other thing like that. And then but the, the, the intent is to say, how are we doing our workload? And then trend it, right? Is, is the tub getting more or less full? Are we more or less the same? Does it go down in the, uh, summer because fewer tasks are going in or fewer people are working the tasks. So the volume in the bathtub goes up. What's going on? And so that's what we did. We, we started with coding. We said, all right, we're going to look at coding and we're going to divvy it up into a couple of like subcategories for type of task, right? So you might divvy it up by type of facility we're going to code for. Or if you're in pre-authorization land, this might be, you know, an inpatient versus an outpatient versus an office procedure. Or maybe you divvy it up by teams and this subspecialty or whatever. However you do it, what we're trying to do is get a manageable enough bathtub, if you will, at, at the a size that we can that we can understand the tasks going in and out and say, do we need more employees? Do we need less employees? Do, did we used to have more efficient employees? Did we get more tasks done per day? That kind of thing. And I think by looking at it this way, you can start to get your arms around the tasks. And rather than get buried when I log in and I get all this, you know, kind of bombarded with here's all the tasks I've got to do, or I'm just going to send this task to this person, this task to that person, I'm going to understand just task volumes what's going in month to month to month, what's going out month to month to month in the graphics that we're looking at, um, the scheduled cases category, for whatever reason, we were up like anywhere from 50 to 100%, depending on the month you look at, in September. And well, what happened in September? Did we change staffing in October and that made us less effective? Or did we change a workflow and that made us more effective? Or 
if you can get your arms around it and see task levels, I think what it'll help you do is try to be more efficient with the staff you, you have. And again, try to get a metric for folks who are you know, supposed to be managing this level of tasks. Is it a reasonable expectation? Are we getting better or worse? Does working from home change this? All those kind of things trying to get our arms around tasks. You might data mine your system for tasks and try to get a sense for when was a task started? When was a task completed? Another thing we looked at was time to complete tasks. Overall, time to complete different steps in a task as they transfer from place to place. Who's transferring the task? Where are they transferring it from? I think they're a, buried in your tasks data. If you can get to it in your practice management system, EMR, is some good data you can use to understand workloads and workflows and productivity with the staff that you have and how you might improve. I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.